0: Christian Science Weekly Bible study with spiritual interpretations from 21st Century Science and Health, a contemporary edition of Mary Baker Eddy's Science and Health, read by Cheryl Peterson from www.healingsciencetoday.com. August 18th, 2021. Subject Repentance. Golden Text, 2nd Timothy. I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and his kingdom, preach the word, be ready in season and out of season, reprove, rebuke, and exhort with complete patience and teaching. Judges. Now the angel of the Lord went up from Gilgal to Bochim, and he said, I brought you up from Egypt and brought you into the land that I swore to you to give to your fathers. I said, I will never break my covenant with you, and you shall make no covenant with the inhabitants of this land. You shall break down their altars, but you have not obeyed my voice. What is this you have done? So now I say, I will not drive them out before you, but they shall become thorns in your sides. And their gods shall be a snare to you. As soon as the angel of the Lord spoke these words to all the people of Israel, the people lifted up their voices and wept. And they called the name of the place Bokim, and they sacrificed there to the Lord. When Joshua dismissed the people, the people of Israel went each to his inheritance to take possession of the land. And the people served the Lord all the days of Joshua and all the days of the elders who outlived Joshua, who had seen all the great work that the Lord had done for Israel. And Joshua, the son of Nun, the servant of the Lord, died at the age of one hundred and ten years. And they buried him within the boundaries of his inheritance in Timnathirs, in the hill country of Ephraim, north of the mountain of Gesh. And all that generation also were gathered to their fathers, and there arose another generation after them who did not know the Lord or the work that he had done for Israel. And the people of Israel did what was evil in the sight of the Lord and served the Baals. Then the Lord raised up judges who, judge, who saved them out of the hand of those who plundered them. But whenever the judge died, they turned back and were more corrupt than their fathers, going after other gods, serving them, and bowing down to them, they did not drop any of their practices or their stubborn ways. So, the people of Israel lived among the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, and the Perizzites, and the Hivites, and the Jebusites. 21st Century Science and Health If we pray to God as though God is a miserable person, human doubts and fears rear their ugly heads and become obstacles. Because of the human mind's unawareness of God as divine spirit, there is an unawareness of true love, to whom all things are possible. This spiritual unawareness sees love as a gendered creator and ruler, thereby causing people to see themselves as merely physical and susceptible to mortality. God is immaterial love and we can grasp the wonders brought by love. We can see ourselves as images of God through spiritual consciousness. A human judge sometimes remits the penalty that comes with a broken law, but this may not be a moral benefit to the criminal. At best, it only serves the criminal from one form of punishment, the moral law, which has the right to acquit or condemn always demands restitution before human beings can move up to a better place. Penalties compel progress. While divine principle never pardons mistakes until they are corrected, mere legal pardon leaves the offender free to repeat the offense. Sometimes the offender has suffered and made others suffer so much that they don't want to repeat the mistake. Truth doesn't excuse error, but wipes it out in the most effectual manner. Jesus suffered not to annul the divine sentence for other people's sin, but because sin inevitably hurts others. Can you separate the mentality from the body over which courts hold jurisdictions? Human mortal mind, not matter, is the criminal in every case and human law rightly estimates crime, and courts reasonably pass sentence according to motive. Courts and juries judge and sentence human beings to restrain crime, prevent violence, or punish the wrongdoer. To say that these courts have no jurisdiction over the human or mortal mind would be to contradict precedent. It doesn't make sense to admit that law is restricted to matter or physical bodies while the real outlaw, the human mortal mind, defies justice and is recommended to mercy. Our civil laws take cognizance of mental crimes and no longer apply legal rulings entirely to physical offenses. And it will go down in history that how we think or what we think, directly or indirectly, affects actions, including the actions of what we call physical bodies. The medical field is even somewhat recognizing the power of metaphysics. Dr. Harma Singh MD, a pioneer in, in integrative medicine, testifies that meditation is a wondrously powerful medical modality. The meditation that I teach employs not just patients' mental energies, but also their physical energies. Whoever uses their developed mental energies or powers to commit opportune atrocities is never safe. God will arrest those people. Divine justice will confine them. Their sins will be milestones about their necks, weighing them down to the depths of disgrace and death. The aggravation of error foretells its doom and confirms the ageless axiom, whom the gods would destroy, they first make mad. Far from divine science is the practice of conventional medicine advocating for drugs, even harmful drugs, but as we learn the dangers or the uselessness of intrusive medicine, we look in new directions for healing. Humanity begins to understand the power of mind over matter and the usefulness of better thinking. Be aware, some thought influences can pretend to be good or in our best interest, but are just as dangerous as harmful drugs. This is mental malpractice, and it's criminal, working against common humanity, honesty, and justice. Divine science practice requires human mind to yield to and unite with the Divine Consciousness moving heavenward. Like our nation, Christian Science has its Declaration of Independence. God has endowed us with inalienable rights, among which are self-government, reason, and conscience. We are properly self-governed only when we are guided rightly and governed by our Maker, Divine Truth, and Love. Our rights are invaded when the divine order is interfered with and the the mental malpractitioner incurs the divine penalty for this crime. Spirituality causes people to turn naturally from material wave particles to eternal spirit as the flower turns from darkness to light. People then secure those things which no eye has seen nor ear has heard. Paul and John realized that as human beings achieve worldly honor only by sacrifice, so they must gain heavenly riches by forsaking all worldliness. Then people will have nothing in common with the worldly inclinations, goals, and outcomes. Do not judge the future advancement of divine science by the steps already taken unless you yourself will be condemned for failing to take the first step. The world must evolve into the spiritual understanding of prayer. Matthew There were some present at that very time who told Jesus about the Galileans whose blood Pilate had mingled with their sacrifices. And he answered them, Do you think that these Galileans were worse sinners than all the other Galileans because they suffered in this way? No, I tell you, but unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. Or those 18 on whom the tower in Siloam fell and killed them, do you think that they were worse offenders than all the others who lived in Jerusalem? No, I tell you, but unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. 21st Century Science and Health Unimproved opportunities will rebuke us, when we attempt to claim the benefits of an experience we have not made our own or try to reap the harvest we have not sown. Truth often goes unheeded until we suffer severely from error and seek a spiritual remedy for human troubles. Leaving all for Christ includes forsaking popularity and gaining true Christianity. Any attempt to engage society's friendship in order to gain dominion over humankind comes from worldly weakness. Society is a foolish juror listening only to one side of the case. Justice often comes too late to secure a verdict. People with mental work before them have no time for gossip about false law or testimony. To reconstruct timid justice and place the fact above the falsehood is the work of time. Sects that endure the abuse of their predecessors in turn are tempted to treat badly those who are in advance of creeds. For Christianity, the cross is the central emblem of its history. It is the guiding star in the demonstration of Christ-like healing demonstration by which sin and sickness are overcome. Material wealth, fame, and social organizations have no authority or influence in the presence of God. We attain clearer views of principle as we break up cliques, level monetary wealth with honesty, and let worth be judged according to wisdom. We also get better views of humanity, As we remove ourselves from biased personal perceptions. Wicked human beings are not the rulers of upright neighbors. Let it be understood that success in error is defeat in truth. The password of divine science is scriptural. Let the wicked abandon their ways and the evil their thoughts. To discover our progress we must learn to what we are attached. What do we acknowledge and obey as power? If divine love is becoming nearer, dearer, and more real to us, matter is then submitting to spirit. The goals we pursue and the spirit we manifest reveal our standpoint and show what we are winning. Human mind is is the acknowledged seat of human motives. It designs limited concepts, and produces all bodily malfunctions. Action proceeding from erring human mind is inappropriate and ends in sin, sickness, and failure. Appropriate action proceeds from divine mind. Those two opposite thought sources never mingle in cause or effect. Imperfect human mind projects outward its own resemblance of what which the wise man said, everything is meaningless. The perfect mind expresses perfection. God is meaningful mind. Nature voices spiritual law and divine love, but the human mortal mindset misinterprets nature. Arctic Arctic regions, sunny tropics, coral reefs, the mid-Atlantic ridge, flowering deserts, and galaxies all point to mind the spiritual intelligence they reflect. The floral apostles are hieroglyphs of deity. Quantum mechanics, gravity, and the cosmos teach grand lessons. The stars make night beautiful, and the leaf turns naturally toward the light. Mind is perpetual motion. Its symbol is the sphere. The rotations and revolutions of the universe of mind go on eternally. In the order of science, in which the principle is above what it expresses, all is one grand agreement. Change this statement. Suppose mind to be governed by matter, or assume that soul is in the body, we get continual disagreement. Humanity moves toward good or evil as time passes, If mortals are not progressive, past failures will be repeated until all wrong work is erased or corrected. If there is any satisfaction in wrongdoing, we must learn to loathe it. If we are now content with spiritual idleness, we must become dissatisfied with it. Remember that humankind must, sooner or later, either by suffering or by science, be convinced of the error that is to be overcome. The effort to unlearn false perceptions includes forfeiting those views completely. Then error will be submissive to truth. The divine method of becoming responsible for every thought and action involves unwinding our snarls and learning from experience how to, to how to divide between the human and the spiritual. Mortal mind judges ever-changing evidence until science wipes it out with spiritual evidence. Our statute is spiritual. Our government is divine. Will not the judge of all the earth do right?